Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and these are Emma Sasek's interviews with the director and co-writer for Anatomy of a Fall, Justine Triet, and the film star, Sandra Huller. I need you to be precise. Tell me everything. Yes. <clears throat> I don't know what happened. I think it fell off that third floor. The window's open. The autopsy report is inconclusive. An accidental fall is going to be hard for us to defend. That's why there's an investigation for a more suspicious death, because you were the only person there. And of course, you're his wife. Stop. I did not kill him. That's not the point. Well, hello, Justine. Hello, everybody. Hi. How are you? Really fine. Good, good. Thank you very much for uh, your time today to chat about this wonderful film. Um, you know, first off, congratulations on winning the Palme d'Or this year. I was I was at Cannes for the festival and was able to see the film there. So it was very, very exciting to hear that you were honored with this amazing prize. Now that it's been a few months, uh, have you been able to process everything that happened? <laughs> Yes, uh, I think um, I didn't understand anything during a few weeks. And after, yes, it was like, okay, I went the Palme d'Or. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> but yes, yes, it was crazy. It's uh, almost crazy now. No, almost encore. Still crazy. It's now. still crazy now. Thank you. I'm sure. <laughs> and also that evening, you had Jane Fonda throwing the scroll at you, which I'm sure you didn't expect either. <laughs> It was funny, yes. Uh, I was so impressed by her. And I turned my back on her just for kissing the jury. But she was uh, not happy about that. (laughs) Yes, of course. She wanted to make sure you had everything that you needed. (laughs) Exactly, yes. And something with the J people, you know, Jane, uh, Julia, Justine. There you go. It's the club, the J club. (laughs) With this film, uh, you obviously tackle it in a way that I think many people are interested in, which is a murder trial, something revolving a husband and spouse, something went wrong. Are you someone who is also very interested in those types of stories, whether they're uh, happening in real life or also on TV or in movies? Of course, yes, both. I think, uh, of course, I, I, I prefer when it's in very beautiful and masterpiece movie you know 
but I have to admit that I'm I um uh I'm looking um I'm watching many many um junk uh, uh series or junk things on TV show you know so uh-huh. both yes mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm 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 watching everything I think since a long time ago yeah mm-hmm. Actually, my mother and I, uh, when I was younger, we would always watch uh, this one channel that was dedicated to all of these murder mystery shows. Our favorite show is called Deadly Women. And <laughs> and when my father would come into the room, he would always be a little nervous seeing that we're watching this. He thinks that we're getting some ideas. <laughs> yeah, I have to admit that my family around me are a little afraid about my obsessions. <laughs> What I really enjoyed about this film as well is that it is much more of a focus on your characters versus the crime scene. Obviously, in many of these shows, it is more of a detailed look at the step by step what what might have happened during, you know, the incident or all of the blood splatter analyses, things of that nature. Do you feel like uh, the look into people's lives and who they really are is missing from some of those shows that you're watching, maybe some of the films that you're watching? And is that why you decided to do more of that character focus in Anatomy of a Fall? I think it's impossible, impossible to to do that in, two, in, in uh, uh, true crimes because... Uh, um, it's not the same goal, you know. We have not the same goal. I'm, I make, I was looking to make a movie for cinema. It's, it was very different. I think, yes, mm-hmm. of course. Um, the technical part is very interesting, but we have a lot of other shows for that. And I think um, I wanted to go, of course, in a very deeply uh, uh, side, uh, very deeply. Um, deep uh, things of uh, that couple so yes Mm -hmm. also I guess in that same vein uh, because a lot of these series are viewed either through podcasts or um, multi-episode series did you ever consider telling this story in a longer format such as that or were you always focused on it being one contained film at the beginning, yes, I was hesitating uh, about uh, doing this in series, but I think my producers tell, told me, okay, you can do whatever you want now because uh, I just went in Palm uh, in the selection official, official selection. So I they said, okay, you you can, you have the the freedom to do whatever you want now. So keep it. Uh, yes, mm, at that moment, the, the yes, Asia is right. At that moment. Uh, they say, okay, if you are going to make a series, maybe you don't have all that liber- all that freedom, you know, mm. uh, to not put uh, additional music, to not uh, doing very, uh, you know, uh, duplicitous things. Uh, mm-hmm. play. You know, you you know exactly what I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think yes, uh, um, yes, well, yes. And I'm sure that absolutely would have changed the story that you're telling too. Maybe we wouldn't have had such a, I guess, ambiguous ambiguous story. We would have a more clear idea. Did she do it? Did she not do it? Which I know with this film, uh, even though you, she is telling you that she is innocent and this whole trial is going on, I think audience members still walk away not entirely sure if she did or didn't do it. <laughs> Uh, I think there is another, I have another um, idea about that. I think I did it for 
for theaters and of course for TV because after theaters is on TV. But the way we uh, we worked with the sound were so precise, so so like uh, crafted, mm-hmm. crafted, uh, made. Je très fait de manière très artisanale, c'est ça, crafted. Tu veux dire très bien fait ou alors fait de manière parce que artisanal peut aussi vouloir dire euh, avec des très bien fait. En fait, très bien fait. Le temps qu'on a pris à faire ces choses du temps, on n'aurait jamais pu faire ça pour une série. Ça se fait pas en fait. C'est tellement du précis. C'est pour la salle. C'est pour tout. C'est ça. The sound design was was crafted with a lot of precision mm-hmm. for what would be a movie. Uh, a film theater environment Um, and had we had had we been working for uh maybe more of a sort of tv series slash streaming platform Mm -hmm. uh, there might have been a lot of restrictions uh narratively but also in terms of the quality of the techniques that we were using absolutely and that does come through i mean sound is just as important of an element in this film as the visuals as everything that you might not be able to see that you don't particularly show. I know you and Sandra have known each other for quite some time and you've had moments to work together on previous projects. As you were starting to embark on this film, did you always know that you had her in mind? Did she come to mind at some point? What? Why was she the best choice to play Sandra? <laughs> I think she's uh, uncatchable, you know. There's something on... Her way of, I don't know. She she she's. I can't spend two or three hours of my time to watch her and to spend my time to say, okay, it's not the the mystery bullshit like like you send like many people are sending all the time on movies. You know, yeah. Uh, I don't like so much the ah oh, she's mystery she's mystery she's mysterious, but I think she's really um, yes complex and I. I have a story of desire with her, so I think I was um, yes, I was very uh, influenced by um, by her, and uh, she she came inside my mind at the beginning of the writing process. So yes, uh, it was uh, I was very afraid that she refused that she, that she could refuse the, the 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 project. So when I g- gave you the project, she she was like, okay, I'm not sure because uh, and uh, after I think she fell in love in the on the script. Because of the um, argument scene, you know, mm-hmm. she said, "Okay." At that moment, she was like, "Okay, it's it's for me." And <laughs> and uh, yes, I think what I like very much, Chazelle, uh, on uh, with her, with her, sorry, uh, with her. It's just she's not seducing everybody, you know. She's not uh, in the seducing process. Uh, uh, she don't make she doesn't make that kind of effort for the spectator, and I like so much. The way she's uh, uh, not uh, concerned so much for, by her image, her face, her makeup. She's uh, she she was really um, confident with my work, and I think she she uh, dropped everything for the project. She dropped the her perception, the perception of herself, mm. just like an actress. Uh, And uh, it was really generous for me. And I think people uh, identify uh, uh, themselves to her because of that, too. You know, she's uh, she we have the same age. I'm 45. I think she she don't try to she doesn't try to to seems to other things. I don't know to other no not other things. Elle essaye pas de ressembler à autre chose que ce qu'elle est. Et ça c'est très très fort de base en fait. Après évidemment on travaille un personnage, mais je veux dire il y a quelque chose qui est vachement agréable de le sentiment qu'elle n'est pas obsédée par sa propre image quoi. 
She doesn't try to look like anything that she isn't. Um, mm -hmm. And that as a basis to work from really allows for character creation to happen in an unencumbered way. And and the kind of detachment that she has from her own image was something that I found really wonderful to work with. It just seems like a very natural, very lived in performance with who she is. I know that the character has the same name as her. <laughs> so maybe that helps a little bit. But it just seemed like we were watching a normal person on screen the entire time. I don't know if it's, if it's a normal person, but I think yes. <laughs> no, no, but you, you're right on a, on a way. I think I don't know why because in the same time she's a little cold. Sometimes she's a little uh, freaky, uh, tweak, um, f way special in a way. Mm -hmm. She's not, you know, so uh, the perfect mother, the perfect uh, lover, the perfect. But I don't know. It's a mystery. The charm. People are identifying, identifying, <laughs> identifying themselves to her. It's a mystery. Yeah. I have time for one more question, although I wish I could speak with you all day long about this film. I hope that you can reveal one secret, one behind the scenes secret here. I would love to know about the dog scene, <laughs> how all of that came to be and how it was executed, because it, it's a mystery to me. <laughs> All the scene or one scene in particular? One scene in particular, and that's when the sun, the, when the sun is trying to test out his theory with the dog uh, taking pills, for example. Ah, yes, of course. Okay, the, the scene when the dog is uh, uh, quite yes. dead. Yes, yes. Okay. So the trainer, the dog's trainer, uh, worked a lot of, on that scene uh, before the, the set. Mm-hmm. I think she she worked uh, one month and a half, something like this, okay? The dog could really be that, like this uh, uh, with the tongue uh, out uh, of the mouth. So she, she worked a lot and a lot and a lot. It was uh, the most difficult scene for, sure. for, for that dog. And so, uh, yes, you know, we worked with somebody very, very incredible and with a little structure and she has... She has few animals with her, so we could um, work in a very um, comfortable way because she loved so much his anim her animals, so she can take time and be very uh, precise on work. And I think she she takes the time. Yes, yes, it was that dog was really really uh, incredible. What she, what he did all days. The only thing that he couldn't do was to walk normally slowly mm. it was not possible when you walk it was very quick fast and mm. uh, sometimes it was, it was complicated for the for the sh shooting but uh, yes he's a border border collie collie i don't know how you say in english but it's, that's, uh, like, that's how you say it yes yeah and uh, they are very very uh, big many energy they have many energy Yes, and they're so smart. I have some friends who have those types oh, yes. of dogs, and they're so smart and so kind. I mean, it makes sense. He did win the Palm Dog, so <laughs> the perfect winner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and for the story, very, 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 very funny. Uh, he didn't, he couldn't go to the to receive the prize. Oh. Another dog came, and the 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 fake dog. Keep kept the price. Oh my so, gosh! Laura Martin was furious because the the price disappeared after. It's it's an incredible uh, story, but it's true. <laughs> so no. Messi 
the real dog because it's it's called Messi in real life uh, uh-huh. was really really uh, sad of that fine it was not sad <laughs> the dog but the Laura Martin I think maybe that's a new movie for you trying to get the the price back <laughs> with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, thank you very much, ladies, you. for your time today. It was a pleasure to speak with you both. Thank you. You had a fight the day before he died. You need to start seeing yourself the way others are going to perceive you. Is there anything that would seem consistent with a suicide? You have to tell them exactly like you remember it. You complain about the life that you chose. You are not a victim, not at all. Be fair, I'm a man who's been cheated on. I can't stand anymore. I'm you know that right hello sandra how are you i'm good how are you emma i'm doing just fine thank you thank you very much for your time today i'm i'm so excited to dive into this film with you i i know you've had a busy day talking about it already but <laughs> oh fine I'm, I'm i'm really curious what you want to know and i'm here to answer all of your questions thank hopefully. you hopefully yes <laughs> uh, well first i I I just want to say, I mean, what an incredible year you are having in film this year, not only with Anatomy of Fall, but uh, The Zone of Interest. I had the pleasure of seeing both of them at the Cannes Film Festival earlier this year. And I mean, so much praise to you. You are just incredible in both of these films. Thank you. How does it feel? Are you, you know, has it been a very exciting year as equally for you as well? Yes, it has been an exciting year. And I think yeah, I think I feel all sorts of, it's a mix of feelings. It's really like the, because it, uh, I've come here from Leipzig, Germany, and it kind of, I know I will go back there. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, it's all these journeys that I really enjoy, this traveling and the talking about the movies and the fact that we really did them together. It's not only me or Justine or Jonathan or, you know, but it was really like they are ensemble works as we say like every little detail in them is important it's not about a performance in first place that's what I feel so I'm really glad that we get that much much attention and help them start that's a really that's really the greatest thing about it I'm sure and what an amazing team to be a part of with both directors and all of the crews Um, I know specifically you and Justine have worked together in the past Uh, when you first read the script did it did it surprise you that she wanted to take on a murder trial and something as heavy as this uh, subject topic? Or did it did it seem right up her alley based on how long you have known each other? <laughs> oh, I think that I would have I would have thought about 
every, I mean, I, in German we say, ich traue ihr alles zu. Uh, I don't know how to translate it really. Um, she can do anything and for me. I will mm -hmm. probably always like it. It has been like that so far. So it could have been anything that she would come up with. Um, uh, and she didn't tell me before what it was about. She said oh. something about a son and a mother. That was the only thing I know. And about how the projections on each other change during a certain incident. But I, you know, I didn't know. She didn't um, say what the incident was. She didn't, yeah, she didn't say anything. <laughs> Yeah, so I found it was, all her films are really intelligent and uh, very compassionate and empathetic with the characters, sometimes funny. And also here I find a certain sort of humor that's really her mm -hmm. and Arthur, her co-writer. But um, the complexity of what is told, it's not that I didn't think she was capable of it, but it was just like another level of her work. Okay. like with all the other works before she put it to another level and I think it also has to do with the time that she had to work on it because they started to do it uh I think a week before the first lockdown and then they were sitting with it for such a long time so yeah I think that's it was long a long time in the oven as it's it's a stupid word to say probably <laughs> <laughs> it was their bun in the oven as they like to say <laughs> yeah I actually just was able to speak with her and she said that uh, you specifically loved the argument scene uh, between your character and the husband. And she said that that's really what sold you on this story. Uh, what was it about that moment, either in the way that it was written or really a lot of the emotions that it's getting at uh, in that scene? I mean, this scene is special because it is so long mm -hmm. and because the movement in it is, are, is so clear. Uh, what is happening at that point and at that point and that we can follow every character and we never know who we like more or it changes in between whom we feel empathetic with and who we believe and all these things I think that's what I liked about it but it's not I didn't decide for for this film because of that scene that's not really true I think she's putting herself under um, <laughs> it's not true I think I liked the the warmth of the character despite all the things that are said about her and even when she is provoked in a very tough way in court that she's keeping her composure and that she's not losing it that's something that I admired very much she's losing it in the fight and I think she would be like non-human she would be a machine if she if she wouldn't mm -hmm. um and the scene is not only because it's length so special, but also because I find it very modern. I don't think I've ever read such a such a well observed fight um, or argument, like basic argument between them that deals with so many issues that modern couples have, like the, the division of power, of money, of time, like these three things that we constantly talk about, uh, either in a good way or in a bad way. Some people can deal with it very well and some people argue about it, like in a loop constantly. Yeah. So, um, and I've never seen it before. <laughs> it was always about betrayal or la 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 la, but this whole liberated sexual life discussion comes way 
way late in the fight. It's something that's just, just a cherry on the top that the issues are very much different than that. I think really for myself, when I watch this film, just the fact that it all feels very real. You know, sometimes we watch a lot of these either TV shows or films, whatever, dealing with a murder trial or some type of spousal murder. Um, it, it seems like things are so over-exaggerated and you really just can't relate to the characters. And, you know, obviously, I think that's a very great testament to not only your performance, but to so many people's in this film that it does feel like these are very real people and we are just kind of like a bug on the wall watching things play out. Is that hard to, you know, after doing it for so many days, you're shooting several hours at a time, is it hard to have to, I guess, get out of that role? Did it stay with you after those uh, cameras stopped rolling? How was it for you to just have to inhabit this type of this person? No, I'm not the, I, I'm not the, the type that, that the character stays with. Mm -hmm. I really you know, when the sh shooting stops at night, of course, I have to look at my lines for the next day, which is more of a technical thing. I don't stay in any sort of emotion. I like to walk in the evenings. I like to cook in the evenings. I like, you know, all these things or watch a movie. I really like to go away from it because I feel I can't prepare anyway. I mean, I can prepare the lines, but I can't prepare how I feel the next day and how my partner feels the next day it's kind of I recently learned this word of micromanaging which is beautiful because yes. it's really like I can't control it you know I can't go there and that oh, I wish you would you would you would act this way to me you know today please play the scene the way that I prepared it. it's really you know you can't do that so I like to step away from it anyway that makes sense I like to be in in the energy of the shooting, of course, because the concentration someone never really goes away, but I don't, uh, no, I don't stay in a character or anything like that. No. You need some time away from it too, to just breathe. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, also in that regard, how did you feel knowing that, um, you know, your character, she is constantly saying that she is innocent, she did not do this, but us as audience members, we can't help but always have that that little bit of doubt still in the back of our minds is that challenging as an actor to have to you know say one thing but maybe in some subtle way portray something else I think it's very interesting <laughs> well I I, ha I had these thoughts too mm -hmm. because I also never knew if it was real I decided it is true but you never know yeah I mean I didn't write her and Justine didn't tell me her truth she didn't tell me her version of the story because we decided it's not important, uh, not so important. And I think th this ambiguity of her and the things that I think about her and that the audience would think about her helped me to, to portray her in all her complexity. And also, I very much liked her to be someone that people would would think of as someone being capable of doing something like that, like, a in a way, a dangerous woman, you know, which is... Not so bad. I mean, um, she will not, uh, yeah, she would defend herself in moments where it's necessary. So, uh, yeah, I like that. Um, since I have just a few minutes left with you, unfortunately, even though I would like to speak with you even longer, um, I really love the scene where we are introduced to your character and it really 
starts off the whole film because it is so disorienting there is that loud (laughs) song blasting in the room we can barely hear the interview that you and your care that your character is sitting in was that equally as disorienting to shoot how do you you know take on something that is quite an important scene that maybe we don't realize to begin with well what the other things that would be going on, I knew because they were in the script, but they were not happening when we were filming it. Mm-hmm. So I knew that they would be added afterwards, but I completely forgot that half of the scene would not be, you would not hear it. Mm-hmm. So we were working very detailed. It was a very detailed work on that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and we shot it twice because the first time wasn't working for several reasons. Also because it was really loaded because it is the entrance of the character and I so much wanted people to like her. And in the second take, I didn't care anymore. So um, <laughs> uh, I kind of let go to that. There was so much information that I wanted to put in there. And I think it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, also because I forgot that it wouldn't be the whole scene. So, yeah, that was difficult. It was really difficult to do it just to... Yeah, it's like when you get on a stage for the first time. It really likes tells so many things about a person. But Justine, and I didn't know how this would come out in there, but I think she really wanted it to be messy in the first place, mm-hmm. that nobody knows where they are, what house is this, what family, how many people live there, who's up there, you know, all these things. Um, and that we slowly get more and more information about them, which doesn't mean... We know the truth, of course, but yeah. Yes. And it's written in a way too that you start off with the smallest information and it just keeps building and growing and the tension is growing. It's really, it's really wonderfully done. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> well, Sandra, I just want to thank you very much for your time. I have to end our interview, but it was such a pleasure to speak with you and to learn a little bit more about this film. Thank you very much, Emma. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to Emma Sassick's interviews with the director and co-writer for Anatomy of a Fall, Justine Triette, and the film's star, Sandra Huller, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Anatomy of a Fall will be released in limited release on October 13th from Neon and is up for your consideration for this year's Academy Awards for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Original Screenplay, and Best Actress. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you all so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.